what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Welcome to the Street Circle Drive podcast here on The Mesh. I'm your host, Andrew Moose. First, I'd like to thank you guys for, one, listening to our show. Uh, If this is your first time listening to Street Circle Drive, Street Circle Drive is your Hickory, North Carolina-centric podcast for people who love Hickory, North Carolina. And as you can tell by the quality of this audio, you might realize that we are recording remotely today because we are in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic that is hitting the world uh, roughly the end of March 2019. So please uh, don't adjust your audio. That is what we are able to do remotely right now. So uh, we could not do this podcast without you, and we sincerely do appreciate it. Once you've listened to this podcast, head over to TheMesh.TV and subscribe to all of our shows so that you'll have them sent directly to your devices. John Reap's country is big fan. Chad East and Hank Imer, Foot Candle Films with Alan Jackson. The list goes on. on Entrepreneur Exchange with Jeff Newville and Gary Muller. All kinds of shows on our network, plus this one. Make sure you go and subscribe to us. Um, Jackson Creative and The Mesh are now offering a business podcast platform. Uh, It's no better time than now to get your podcast off the ground and running. So uh, today we actually have a returning guest on The Mesh. You might have heard him on I'm With The Band a few years back. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Andy Roney. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm fantastic, all things considered. (laughs) <laughs> sure, sure. Well, uh, Andy and I, <laughs> Andy and I have been in conversation last few months because Andy is uh, the co-founder of the Birdsong Society here in Hickory, and I thought it would be a prime opportunity for you guys to hear from him today and hear what they've got going on over there. So, Andy, tell us a little bit about what you got going on at the Birdsong Society. All right. Yeah, happy to talk about it. Um, well, the Birdsong Society, first off, it's a uh, nonprofit organization where we're bringing live music to Hickory. So part of the goal of what we want to do is to um, kind of further along the music scene in Hickory, give people an opportunity to come and see live music in kind of an intimate way. That way they can kind of experience the music without the interference of, let's say, crowd noise or noise from the bar it's really focused on the music and we're trying to bring in artists that we think uh well most all the artists are doing original music um even though some if they're doing traditional music they might be doing some traditional ballads and things like that and it's generally focused around uh, musicianship i would say first trying to get some world-class musicians in here and um and this whole thing is really coming out of um, what my father-in-law and other people started back in the, the 90s here in Hickory, which was called Acoustic Stage. And at Acoustic Stage, um, the, the point of that was at the time, they could not go see live music that they wanted to hear, which at that time was you know Americana, folk, traditional bluegrass. So they started uh, Acoustic Stage to bring in acts like Doc Watson and Jerry Douglas and... Um, Sam Bush and Tony Rice and, and they brought all these great people in many many times and 
they might have a them play in somebody's living room, or they might have a venue where they go play. And uh, so they did that for like 20 years, and that kind of fizzled out. And then, uh, so we said, hey, we'd like to do something like that again. So my father-in-law and I, Skipper Smith, and his wife, Sam Smith, we all kind of got together and talked about it, along with my wife, Laurie Roney. And uh, we came up with the name Birdsong Society um, and came up with the idea to do this again. And we pitched it to people and had a free show with this band called Hawktail. They came in and just absolutely blew everybody away. We raised a bunch of money that night, and uh, enough to where we can uh, have a little bit of a nest egg there to sit on so we can bring in more acts. And uh, so far, we've had one other show, which was uh, Bandits on the Run, a Brooklyn-based band. And I came in, it was another huge success. And Andrew, you helped me out with the sound with that one, along with uh, Bobby Grace, and it was a fantastic night. Thank you for that, yeah. man. So, oh, uh, man, you're welcome. Kind, we, you know, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, for sure. And, Bob, you know, Bobby and I really enjoyed that experience. Um, uh, the uh, Bandits on the Run were just, you know, those guys are just really good. And, you know, believe it or not, they were actually on The Mesh, uh, I believe, like two years ago. I'm with the band. You can go and check them out. I'll I'll make, oh, make cool. sure all the links are there on, for the podcast so the guys can go and check out all those. And But, yeah, that uh, that band is tremendous. Like, um, like I'm usually, I'm, I'm right there with Skipper, you know, like I'm, I'm usually about the players, you know, I want to see music. Yeah. I want to see music happen. Not to say these guys weren't players, but man, dang, their three part harmonies are out of this world. They, they, they know how to do that. They're just so, <laughs> they're, they, I mean, if singing in the pocket I mean, is such an art form and they got that thing, they, they figured it out. And it was, uh, it was real fun. The, uh, Regina, the girl who's, uh, on the uh, uh who, who's uh, like uh, on the end there she she plays all kinds of things so she sent us the stage spot just said toys <laughs> like yeah. this? and she played a ki- she played a kid xylophone and she played an, uh, she played an accordion <laughs> and all sorts of stuff so it was wild we loved doing the sound for it and they were really fantastic and i think they i mean just like hawktail i was at the hawktail show as a patron and they were they were fantastic but you know, Bandits on the run, man. Like, granted, they've got super hickory ties, you know, with Sydney, and yeah, um, it, it's uh, yeah, they they blew me away. It was it was so much fun listening to them, and um, anyway, but it, it, yeah. So, with all this all this craziness, I know that you probably don't have any events to share because <laughs> everything's up in the air. Um, but yeah, you know. I love the concept and you have, I've talked about this before of, you know, really setting the stage of a music performance. And, um, you guys really did, did that well, you know, it was a seated show and there was what, what the 150 people, right? We had a little bit over 200, over 200. Okay. So very intimate crowd and you could get in there and everybody was super respectful and you know, it, it was it, it was just so much fun, and it was it it created such a really good room. Uh, it was it was just done really well, man. Um, I'm looking yeah, forward to seeing. I appreciate um, that. Uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more come out of that because it's Hickory needs that. Hickory needs yeah. great music coming through because you know, like like we see you know every day that you know music is the lifeblood of communities, man. Like people love listening to live music and. Um, yeah. and you guys are definitely doing, uh, t- being the vehicle for that. Um, man, so I appreciate it. Vi- and, uh, like yeah. well, part of that vehicle is, I mean, just to, just to add on to that is like, uh, you know, what John Duke was doing for us over there at the main cellar, which is part of market on main downstairs at the main city cellar. 
um, he's essentially given us a space that we can use for the music, and it works perfectly for that between uh, 100 and 200 crowd. And look, we've got the flexibility to go anywhere we want to be. I mean, we're essentially a music production company. You know what I mean? Where we can um, we can put up the money, and we can get the bands in, and then we can have another venue. We can partner with people. We can raise money being a nonprofit. So one of the things we're talking about doing is maybe doing a you know a scholarship for young musicians, you know, when they're trying to go off to music school, whether they want to go to Hickory Music Factory. So we've been approached by Hickory Music Factory, been approached by the Art Museum, been approached by different people because I guess they see we're a professional outfit, you know, and we take this seriously. And, um, and uh, but at the same time, you know, it's loose enough to where the point of it's have fun. You know what I mean? And it's supposed to be like a community. So we're trying to create a community. And actually our slogan or whatever you want to call it, tagline is, is um, share live music together. And that's what right. we kind of share. We want to do it in person, all about the music, and we want to do it together. So that's and, and we need support from people like so. Um, you were asking about things coming up in the future. Well, I've got one guy who runs a label out of Texas that he's got bands over there he's sending to me. So I'm putting together a co-bill right now for September. What looks like it's going to be uh, Patrick Sweeney opening up for the Greyhounds. Now this is a huge departure from what we just did. This is more rock and roll, no seats. And um, I talked to a couple friends and. So I've got some friends that are going to put up a little bit of money, like four or five of us, just to get the base going so that we can charge $10 or $15 a ticket so we can get a lot of people in there and pack it out. And right. uh, so that's, you know, that's one of the things we got going because I want to be flexible enough where we can do that. And then again, that might not even go under Birdsong. That might be under something else. Right. Because um, Skipper and my mother-in-law, they got a pretty specific um, thing with the patrons that have given money, kind of what they want to see, which is, generally more along the lines of the Americana traditional music. Um, but those still writing original music in that genre. So one of the other people we have is Liam Bailey. Um, he's supposed to be playing in June when his album releases. And that's going to be an exciting show because he is uh, a, you know, a Nashville guy, but he's now living in Hickory and he's been here and we're lucky to have him. He's writing all original music, but it's in traditional form of Irish Celtic. And he's playing a banjo, but the guy can play violin. He can sing like Paul McCartney. He's got like, stage presence like uh you know a late night talk show host so i mean it's going to be like that that one's going to be super super stellar and uh those are really about the only two we have on now we've got offers out to about three people but i can't really say anything about those yet because nobody knows when they're going to get right. back to work yeah that, that that's you know? that, that's that's well yeah that's the most difficult part about all this you know for musicians is that it's just uncertainty you know and and for everyone else in this time you know it's just so hard to plan out anything and you know I, i'm involved in some festivals and some you know some other things with the downtown and it, it's you know it it, it is it's, it, the, the times of uncertainty just kind of wash are just here and it's and it's hard to really do yeah. anything so um but you know the 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 lineups and the the room that you guys set up for the last two events though like I can see why people are attracted to that because like that was just such a really cool experience. Um, I thought the room just you know, the way that it was set up, it was, it, it, it was set up great for that, for that sort of thing. But, you know, like you said, you could easily just take those chairs out and, and have a, just a banger rock and roll show in there. Yeah. That's what, you know, that's, you know, me and I'm a, <laughs> I like music. It's a little bit more, upbeat a little more moving and i like to dance and that's like if you go to orange pill and try to see a band you can't dance 
you got somebody up on your elbows and you got somebody in front of you, your back, and you're just moving with the motion of the ocean. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got no independent free dance movements happening. And I like to move my elbows and my feet and, you know, dance around. And you, I, So we need something like that in Hickory. Like sure. there's no place that I'm aware of in Hickory where people go and dance to live music and, and, and boogie. You know, and that's one of the things like I that's one of my goals is to have that along with the other side of the of that traditional music where you're you're honoring the musician and everybody's kinda quiet, you know. I like a raucous room, right? So that's part of what I want to do personally. And I like I said, I don't know if that's bird song or, or not. You know, maybe that's me and you <laughs> setting that right. up and doing that. But uh or whoever. But uh we've got you know, we we're gonna have a board meeting here soon. We got some patrons that are on there that have uh done some significant things for us like the bush family um bobby bush and them uh landon lane uh bill bost is a huge part of this and he was a huge part of uh acoustic stage now he's more in a supportive role, role now just doing whatever's um you know where's asked of him I mean, he's recording shows he's uh doing a video some audio and we're gonna release that and even some of the stuff we're gonna be doing some live streams so if people don't come they're gonna be able to watch the whole thing now which is what the new fad is since the covid thing hit all these musicians and that's what gives me the greatest faith about why musicians and music is going to save the world and always has and always will. And it's the highest art form because they're going online every day and giving free shows every day. They're giving free shows. Um, and there's some that you can pay and do, but most of them are just sharing music every single day. Cause that's what they do. And that's the bulk of my time is not spending watching the news. You know, this is that I'm playing with my family and kids. I'm still working. We're lucky that my business is still working, but, um, um, I get home, I'm basically putting on live music because that's what's getting me through it, you know? And I'm Absolutely. so thankful to all these musicians that that's what they're doing. You know, they're and they're not making any money. They're not making anything right now. Yeah. And they're just doing it because it's it's their hearts and they love it. And so that's that's what uh, is giving me the most faith right now. So don't yeah, watch sure. the news, man. <laughs> go, go listen to live music on the internet. Yeah, the, we're, we're spoiled rotten during this time because they are, there are a lot of folks out there they're they're they've had gigs canceled and are you know putting uh, putting their uh stuff out there and putting out virtual tip jars and trying to get by that way yeah you know yeah. so you know if you're listening out there and you're listening to those folks make sure you hit up their tip jar on venmo or paypal or whatever they've got set up because most of them do uh but you know we are you know we're lucky in hickory that you know we do have you know that that place on the last bird song society show, you know, a couple of Sundays ago, you know, I was just so happy to see all those people and all those, most of all those people were from Hickory, you know? So like, we know that there are people that will support live music in this town and, and do, and just with yours and with, um, you know, what Bob does with the sales and all the other Hickory events, you know, people come out for live music. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what I what we've also noticed is you know Hickory definitely loves having things to do you know and having a having it be a big thing and that when you have big things people come and um, not so much with um, uh, you know live local music that's a different conversation but you know yeah the uh, um, you know when you put on events like you guys are doing there people will definitely fill fill it up and do it right you know yeah for sure we're uh we've got a good thing going here that's um feels like to me like just the beginning of it 
and if, and so far everything's going right. I mean, we we had you know we could have sold three hundred or four hundred tickets on this, but our goal is not to make a ton, you know, make a bunch of money. It's not to make any money at all. It's to break even and give people, you know, that experience where it feels like it's just you and the musician in the room. Like there's no interference. There's nothing in the way, and you get to just completely absorb it all. And then what that happens with the musician, they have a new uh, connection with the audience that they don't usually get to have because they're, they're they feel the respect they can see it on every single person's face and when everybody's respecting the music in the room they're able to go places they didn't even really you know expect to happen or they didn't even know where they could go and that's what i love about it. i mean same thing though i guess if you're at a big festival right and you're up on stage imagine you're uh the you know grateful dead back in the day or whatever and you're looking out and seeing you know, a quarter million people or a hundred thousand people that's going to inspire you in a completely different way too, you know? Sure. But, um, the intimacy of it, you know, that's, that's what acoustic, I mean, that's what a uh, bird song's all about. That was, you know, born from the acoustic stage experience that they had for 20 years of doing this. So we're not, I'm fairly new to this, but the people I'm working with and we're all working together, they're not new to it. Like they know how to do it. So it's, it's just super cool. I'm, I'm, I feel real lucky to be a part of it. And everybody else that's stepped up, like you, um, you know, Bobby Grace, I've had other people that volunteer to help. Um, they all understand that, like, you know, we're in this together. It's like, hey, what can I do? I have some people yeah, say, hey, what yeah. can I do? And I'm like, well, what you can do is tell me who you want to see in Hickory. Like, who do you want to have come to Hickory? And then, some, you know, tell me, and we're going to get together in groups. We're going to consult. And if they fit the budget, we're going to go get them. We get enough people to want it. We're going to go make it happen. And and uh, and when he, it's I thought at first it would be maybe difficult reaching out to the booking agents or the band directly, but we've done both. We've yeah. sometimes gone out to the agents, sometimes gone to the band, and then both times uh, or any time we've done it, we've got like a great response. And I'm like, wow, okay, and they're they're eager for this, and we pay well. You know, I mean, it's not like it's a or it's a trying to dwindle them down to five hundred dollars to come and play or two fifty or whatever you know we're trying to pay them what they deserve if not a little bit more right so. yeah that's i mean i think that's that's important too because whenever the bands feel appreciated they're going to put try to put on a better show i mean that's just human nature mm -hmm. like you know you, you kind of yeah. get what you pay for sometimes and um you know I, what i what i'm really interested in, in hearing from you is you know what what is the community response what what do people in Hickory, what are they gravitating to? Are they gravitating more towards that, you know, the, that Americana thing, or is it, you know, depend on age group? Does it depend on gender? Like yeah. what, what, what feedback have you gotten in your, in, in your uh, plight? Yeah. Um, well, as far as like the first show that was Hawktail, um, those were musicians that were in there, I would say early thirties. They're, um, I mean, just almost savants, you know, what they do. Um, and the majority of the audience that were there, I would say, was over 40, over 50 years old, probably the, the you know, bulk of people in their 50s and 60s. Um, they had, everybody that was there had a great response to it. But the, uh, I would definitely say that was, you know, more toward a mature audience than so a younger audience. So Bandits on the Run, their music is geared to a little bit younger of an audience, but the same people that were at Hulk Till that that are in that more mature audience loved it just as much as the young folks. Um, what I'm hearing that they're wanting, I mean, everybody wants to have like a, you know, a sandbush. They want to have, a, yeah, um, you know, Dell.com, you know, I mean, but you know, that's $10,000. Sure. So that's, that's a bit, that's tough. So 
so uh but at the same time there might be some young sam bushes out there which you know the biggest guy right now rising up you know who it is yeah who billy, billy springs yeah billy springs right so that's dream scenario so who is that next billy Springs? that's why we need people to to be in our group and tell us hey you need to check out this guy yeah, you need sure. to hear it. I would say most of the part, man, it is acoustic music. I would say for the for the bulk of it, yeah. um, uh, acoustic music. It doesn't even really need to have drums. Like I've always needed drums in all the bands I've loved. Well, most of the bands that, that people recommend and one that would come to you, they don't have drummers. You know, it's just a three piece, four piece, and um, and it's generally bluegrass, traditional music based, um, and people like classical a lot. So. Uh, you know, there's that combination, which is kind of what Hawktail was doing a little bit. It was com the combination of bluegrass and a little bit of the classical influence mixed in with uh, a little bit of freeform. Uh, well, the way they would color the music would get almost a little jazzy. You know, they were, they were going in and out of the, the red and blue notes and the minor major, and they were all kind of all over the place, and it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, you know, as far as uh, my tastes generally are, rock and roll, alternative, blues-based music. Um, and that's why it's nice to have all these people involved, that each of the people that are in there kind of have different musical tastes. So I reached out to a guy the other day. He's in Brooklyn. He's called Braja, B-R-A-H-J-A. And I just discovered his music on uh, Spotify. I mean, he's got like a 1,000 listens or something like that. But it's this West African-sounding jazz mixed with American music. And it's just like, I don't know, it's it just, it's just, you can sit back, and it's got lots of space to it. So it's, uh, and it's, it's, you know, he's playing a saxophone on it. So I reached out to him. He's trying to work out a way to get through here. Cause that's one of my goals. I want to have more world music. I want to have like West African jazz. I want to have some type of, you know, Latin um, jazz coming through there. I want to have some new alternative music, but probably the central focus of what we're doing is acoustic, traditional uh, bluegrass ish based music but uh you want to be have your mind blown away that's what skipper wants he wants to go there and be taken away by somebody who's worked at their craft so long and so hard that they feel free just to go on a journey with their instrument right they, he, know, wants, he wants to be taken there by that journey you know sure and you know i think i think we you know skipper and i had a quick conversation after the show and you know it, you know i that, i know that's where his where well, he's like, I love the players, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. way. I, I love the players too, and but that's I, and kind of going back to what you were you were talking about with Billy Strings is that guy like he really does this. This podcast is turning into more with I'm with the band now, but um, you know, they he's more of that um, stepping out there and getting crazy with your instrument. Um, but you know, I, we would love Billy Strings to come to Hickory, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna put Rob Lackey on the spot here. I had a conversation with him recently. I'm a, you need to send this to him because he's got some really cool things that they're going to be doing with that amphitheater down by the river, and um, and he said that he was going to get Billy Strings. So I'm gonna put him yeah. on the spot right now if he's listening. That yeah, you need to honor that commitment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll tag him. Man. Happen, we'll man. tag him in this when this yeah. podcast goes out. We'll definitely tag him. In. Go, yeah, he's uh, he's putting out some speaking of, um, yeah, you know, it, uh, this podcast usually does talk about you know food reviews, like, we'll we usually have our guests come on after we go eat lunch and you know, we we talk about the food that we had, and um, you know, we didn't get to do that today, 
because of what's going on in the world. And so I thought <laughs> that in lieu of our food segment, that we would actually talk about what we think is the best plate of food in Hickory. And I'm not talking about best restaurant overall or any of that. Just yeah, what yeah. do you think is the best? What do you think is the best plate of food in Hickory? That's easy. All right, let's hear it. There's only one choice that I got: Pollo Guerrero at El Paso. Okay, tell us about it. It's chicken. It's breasted. It's like a chicken breast that's been flattened with queso on top and chorizo, and then it's got like smoked or grilled jalapenos on the side that you slice up. You know, with the rice and beans on a plate and the fresh lettuce and a pico. And there's just something about that combination of the chicken, cheese, chorizo, lettuce, tomato, pico, little salsa, salsa verde even, mixed together. It's unbelievable. Man, I, 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 um, I, man speaking of Rob Lackey, I, I, I'm a pretty big fan of that chicken waffles over there at Cafe Rule. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's so good. Um, and, and it's, I mean, it's, it's one and two probably behind uh the trout at the vintage house it's like it's real good Ooh. and then i don't know but Ooh, the yeah. there, but the at the top okay there's three and it's the um <laughs> it's the it's the uh pie chicken pie at boca yeah dude that's that's all hey you just reminded me of one the uh at the vintage house they got this duck pasta oh yeah yeah uh, it is um unbelievable it's got the same kind of uh, gravy, as you call it, really a sauce, but it's like a French gravy that they put with the uh, escargot. Uh, at the escargot at Vintage House is probably my favorite bite in all of Hickory. It's, it's, it's up there with like what I got in Paris, except for it's not like butter, um, uh, uh, parsley, and garlic mixed. It's got more of a, a traditional, like almost like a mushroom gravy that the escargot sitting in. But anyway, they put that on that duck pasta dish. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I yeah, forgot about there's, that. Yeah, there's so many really good spots to eat in this town. We try to highlight one good one every week. And you know, I just thought that it'd be it'd be awesome to talk about today, you know, what's you know, there are just some bang up dishes that that come out of out of Hickory and just like just the fast casual dining, like you can't really you know, kick out of bed the buffalo chicken wrap at back streets you know like stuff like stuff like that um dude the buffalo bill at the tap room the yeah first, the, the, the tap room has the best fryer in all of hickory the way they fry yeah. their chicken uh i don't know how they do it whether it's crispy it's got like that tangy hot sauce on it oh my god it's wonderful uh yeah. who, what else is there i mean there's some oh, others that are like i mean you know hatch can't get on with hatch good local place Oh, for sure. Yeah, we've we've uh, we reviewed Hatch not too long ago, and it was that I, I like the uh, the the veggie mob there. That thing is off oh, the charts. Yeah. So Dude, that place, Bubbles or whatever it's called, it's out there in the mall. Uh -huh. They got the kimchi fries. You ever had the kimchi fries out there? Yeah, there's, yeah, those are great too. Mm. That used to be House of Nom Nom, correct? Yep, House of Nom Nom. Yeah, I went out yeah. there when it was that, and I did that in the Bon Me. And then, uh, hell, I, I think the best uh, egg roll is there at that place. What's it called? Uh, uh, Good for you. Oh yeah, they got the best fried egg roll, and, and like it's up there with four seven seven and Newton. Right. You know, but Man, anyway. well, I, but I would I would hate to be remiss without bringing this up as well on the, on the last Street Circle okay. Drive podcast, Andy. I don't know if you listen to it or not, but 
we had Aaron Bessie, who's, who was um, uh, assistant athletic director for at LR. And we went to uh, JD Smokehouse in Valdez. Oh, yeah. yeah have, you, have, have you ever been there? Oh, yeah. I have. Okay. So JD Smokehouse just got raided by what, one of those barbecue, pl- barbecue magazines as the best barbecue restaurant in the state of North Carolina over Lexington Barbecue. All right. Good for them. Uh, I mean, come on, right? I mean, that, that's, yeah. we, 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 we kind of talked about it and how we thought it was like the, the overwhelming sides champion of the universe. Like it was really good. But anyway, I digress. I, I like but, that. Man. I know yeah. it's all good, man. I, I mean, I got two that I love that are barbecue places. I, I'm, I'm more of a Texas guy. So I like the, the way they do it in Texas rather than North Carolina. I know I'm going to get like, if, if this, if you had a million people listening to this, it's going to be 700,000 North Carolina going to hunt me down. <laughs> but, uh, I like 12 bones, uh, their ribs that they got up in Asheville and then down, down East at, uh, well, that's South Carolina, though. That's down on Sullivan's Island. It's called a uh, game, stop game. Uh, I forgot what it's called. But they got a drink called the Game Changer. I'll think of the name in a second. They got a drink called the Game Changer that when you drink one, it lives up to its name. Your afternoon is not the same again. <laughs> you are, and they got this biscuit. It's unbelievable. So I like JD's, though. Don't get me wrong. I like greens, and I like hush puppies, though. They don't have either. I don't. So I got to, I got to. Well, they got, they got, they got to knock them down for that. Yeah, it up because I like them too. better cornbread, but you know, no doubt. <laughs> right on. Well, Andy, I, man, I, we appreciate you being on the mess today, man. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up, and uh, if right. if people if people want to go check out the Bird Song Society, where can they go? All right, so they're on, we're on Facebook and on Instagram, both are probably the best places to do it. Follow along, and uh, we'll be putting up some announcements. Um, you know, when all this. Uh, I don't know when things become a little bit more clear, try to plan some things for the future. Cause we can't stop planning just because things are haywire right now. So we'll put some stuff up, man, uh, Instagram, Facebook. And if anybody ever wants to get in touch, even you know with me directly, they can do that. Awesome. Awesome. And that's, again, that's the, the bird song society. You can catch them on Facebook. And, you know, as far as our events portion of this podcast goes, guys, you know, it's, everything's kind of up in the air right now. But I can tell you that uh, uh, downtown, as of today, uh, Thursday, March 26th at 2.35 p.m., all of the events are uh, going on schedule. The, the City Walk Summer Celebration is happening June 6th. Oktoberfest is going on the second weekend of October. Hickory Hops has got moved to September. So we're looking ahead, looking ahead at downtown events, too. So keep your chin up, Hickory. Andy, thanks for being on. This has been Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. Be sure to check out the rest of our shows on www.themesh.tv. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.